Are you living your best life as a salesperson or entrepreneur? Or do you find you're working all the time on this hamster wheel of life while stressed out and not financially free, which is the exact opposite of what you had signed up for, especially now in this global pandemic? If this is you, you are not alone. I found myself there in 2008 when I lost everything, including my health, and had to pivot working from home for the first time with no money. I rebuilt my life from scratch, juggling motherhood and marriage to get my life back and be recession and pandemic proof today. Now we live laptop lifestyles with our kids and are poised to travel the world together. How did we do it? Join me as I share my health and wealth and wisdom secrets, tips, tools, and expert interviews to equip you to be recession-proof and live your best life. My name is Lois Kofi, and this is Healthy and Wealthy and Wise. Well, all right, all right, all right. Happy Friday, everyone. It's Coach Lois, your podcast host of Healthy and Wealthy and Wise. We're rounding the corner, getting closer and closer to 200 episodes, and I'm so excited to have my friend Brian here today. Uh, before I introduce him, I just want to uh, remind you guys, um, if you're hearing this in iTunes or YouTube later, please come inside and join us inside of this community where we stream live every week. Just go to Facebook and look for Healthy and Wealthy and Wise podcast community. And you can also see, uh, drop here in the show notes, healthyandwealthyandwise.com is where you'll see all of our future guests as well as past guests. And this show is designed to help you live your best life, your best health, your best wealth, and your best wisdom. It was produced and created to started during the pandemic to help you to, to be, do, and have um, the best results you can possibly have in your business and in life. I want to give a shout out to Sean Waite. Thanks for tuning in live all the way from Hastings, Minnesota. If you are, you just, Sean just modeled exactly what I was going to say. If you're tuning in live, comment below and hashtag live. If you're tuning in on the replay, hashtag replay. And of course, if you see value in this show, please hit the share button or copy and paste and, and send it out because every guest I choose or select, because um, not everyone just gets on my show. Okay. I, I want to bring people who have incredible value. And then later in the second half of the show, you can ask questions of our amazing guests. So I'm going to go ahead and introduce Brian Baird, who's on the East Coast. I'm over here on the West Coast. He's a hypnotherapist. And the cool thing that I just learned about him today is he's 49 years an entrepreneur. He started business, his first business when he was 12. And he has a mechanism in helping professionals, business owners, entrepreneurs to change their relationship with money. And of course, that's that impacts every area of our life. Right, Brian? I'm, I'd love oh, to hear yeah. more about you and your story. Oh, really? <laughs> How much time do we have? Um, you know, it, my, my story starts with uh, coming from a, a, uh, a place of not having a lot. No, family was not an enriched family. <clears throat> so um, at the age of 12, I had an eye on a 10-speed bicycle and that not a regular $100 one. I, I had rich taste for some reason. And there was a French made <clears throat> a motobacon. It's actually Canadian made or Toronto made or uh, Quebec made. Um, but I had an eye on a, something called a motobacon. I don't even know if they're still around these days. And so I worked, I started a lawn cutting business. Um, and then over the years, I did all kinds of other businesses. And, and, and I've only had a couple of stints in corporate, in the corporate world. Um, not that I haven't had any, just not, not many, just a few. So in the process, uh, you know, I'm kind of a street trained, uh, I'm, you know, I'm an, um, 
computer scientist by training, um, engineering minor and math minor in college. And frankly, I've used very little of that because I've always had to bend for what does it take to change people's lives? So mm. whether it was helping people with their lawn or later on in life, helping people with, you know, you know growing their business. And, and for lack of a better description, I've been a business coach almost all my life because I always help people figure out how they're going to do their business work. So, and several years ago, I decided that um, as I was going through my own personal development and my own personal transformations, <clears throat> of which we all do as we, well, we hopefully do as we, as we age, um, I discovered hypnotherapy and also another modality called neurolinguistic, a couple of other modalities, but another one called neurolinguistic programming. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and, um, and they were so effective in supporting my journey that I actually went and got trained by some world-class uh, people who, um, one, you know, the person that I most spent my time with was somebody who had a, who had 40 years and as a PhD in hypnotherapy. Wow. So, um, and I haven't looked back because <clears throat> in the course of um, adding that to my repertoire, it's made me a better uh, coach in, in terms of helping people. Because so much of our transformations in our business, when our relationship with money adjustments that we need to make, they start with ourselves. Mm. You know, it, the money issues rarely are just a product of hard work and good luck. There's a lot to how we have to show up. And that's where I, I spend my energy. I love that. I love that you said you you finished that with spend your money is a form of energy, right? Mm -hmm. So can I ask you a question? Sure. If money is just simply energy, like, you know, I turn that light bulb on so you can see me better, right? Just mm -hmm. flip of a switch. Why is it so flipping hard for people when especially if they're maybe programmed in scarcity, they're stuck in, I don't have enough, maybe I'm not enough, all of those thoughts. Mm -hmm. They don't, I see on the screen there, it says flip the script, you know? So how can they flip this faster when, when it's money? Well, the beautiful part about NLP, neurolinguistic programming and hypnosis is that they are rapid and permanent uh, mechanisms for, um, for releasing those stories in our lives that no longer work for us. Now, we've all been imprinted in some way or another along the way, whether it's parents, most commonly parents, by the way, but it could be grandparents. It could be <clears throat> sometimes it could be even there's some very strong scientific evidence. It could be genetic memory mm. that we could be carrying the energy of uh, that we're born with. Uh, it's they're shown that people who are children of the Armenian and the Holocaust from World War II those two holocausts, they show that the children that came out of those things actually had some of the same health and mental health issues that were of their mm. parents, even though some of them never even knew their parents mm. because of genetic factors. Uh, descendants of, of um, slave, uh, wherever in the world there was slavery, of course, mm -hmm. in the United States, we know of our own history. Uh, descendants of slavery also would carry around some of the impact of, mm. um, of that slavery genetically and so on. Um, and then there's sociological or, or genet, gen, what they call generational memory. So you can actually be carrying memory from, um, from just uh, somebody who had a traumatic experience in their lives and they have children and they somehow or other and <clears throat> put that story forward into their own children, uh, mm -hmm. perhaps at a genetic level to a degree, but very mm -hmm. often just carrying the energy of who they are as parents gets transferred to the child or children. So it's, it's not about 
finding blame for why somebody's got a story that's not working for them, but why mm -hmm. not find you know, now that we know what the story is, that's not working for you. Let's release that story and let's reveal your authentic story. So mm -hmm. the idea here is, is that we all are born with a, a, a pristine, pure side to who we are, the person that we're supposed to be. And it's the stories of all these other things that kind of trounce that it kind of put, uh, put uh, the kibosh on our ability to be completely authentic, you know, and there are times, you know, teenage rebellion, that's an attempt for us to go find ourselves or, you know, um, you know, or we every we have traumatic relationship that we went through, maybe we're divorced or whatever the case may be. And we, as long as we're learning from that, that makes it so that we can release more stories and, and move into a more um, seriously positive version of who we are um, as, and that's authentic. So, that's so, so the, cool. that flip the script, own your story, change the world is really all about releasing those stories that no longer are yours, owning your story, mm -hmm. the one that you already were born with or, or conceived with. And then once you have that under your belt, you can change the world. And that includes money. That includes yeah. that energy of money thing. And so very often the issues with our relationship with money have everything to do with the fact that there are stories with, you know, how often have you heard this phrase? The root of all evil is money. Yeah, the That's love of money. Yeah, yeah. That's a story. Now, <laughs> in the Bible, there's a phrase, the love of money is the root of all evil. Um, so, and I won't disagree with that per se. So, like, if our whole charge in the world is to go out and make money, we're missing all the other opportunities. And so, my contention is, is if people want a healthy relationship with money, we just have to help them have a healthy relationship with the world and themselves hmm. and the money will follow. I love that. And a lot of people, if you guys have been following me, I've been, and you and I talked about this before mm -hmm. we got on the show about, it's been such a year of self-care for so many. Um, after the, the pandemic, people started looking more into their health. I know I reconnected to spirituality and was exhausted of my my, uh, I was just talking about this with a client, you know, a lot of times we feel this emptiness because we don't understand ourselves. We don't understand these emotions that we're feeling. So we just numb them or stuff them down and we get busy, right? We work too much. That was my, one of my numbing <laughs> mechanisms. So maybe if you can talk about that, because there's like this, this belief that I was raised with, or, or at least that was my perception um, that you had to work hard to pay your bills and you couldn't talk about money and it was a it was a it was a bad thing to do that you had to be humble and you know all of those those programs right that i think um at least i'm 44 so i don't know if anybody else comment below if you can identify with that but it wasn't until i started caring for myself for real and sitting with those emotions and releasing them through other modalities and, and, and self-care that I really finally, it was starting to make money. Like, like really it just started coming in. Like, and now I get paid something every day or almost every, well, every week and sometimes almost every day. And it's just kind of like, Oh, thank you universe. Like that was awesome. Yeah. I mean, we, I'm sure we've, everybody who's listening or most people who are listening have heard that phrase work smarter, not harder. Mm -hmm. And then we have this um, historic contention or idea that we that, you know, in order for us to make money, we need to work hard. Sometimes it means two, three jobs or whatever the case may be. 
And that robs us of our ability to put detail and attention into ourselves and possibly and likely even family and other relationships that are going on in our universe. So, <clears throat> so we, um, the idea is, is who, who's the one who says that working smarter is better than working harder, but then doesn't tell us what smart looks like. So, so to your point, like the, the journeys that you and I have been through in our lives, is like mm -hmm. we've developed mechanisms for being smarter about how we use our time instead of just kind of bullheading our way through the process to try to get more money. <clears throat> the latter approach, just going after money alone, actually, I think uh, it typically exposes you to uh, robbing you of your health. Hmm. And um, <clears throat> because... Um, in fact, I have a little fun exercise. I've done this many times when I'm on stage, but we could do it right here if you want. Sure. A miniature version. So take your hands and put them up to the side. So um, your left hand is love and everything you love, want and everything you deserve and abundance and quality relationships, which are also part of abundance and uh, money and bank account and all those things. <clears throat> the right hand side is everything that's lack, fear things you don't want, like bills or being broke or whatever the case may be. Now, Lois, you just for practice here, if you could look at your right hand, which is your lack hand, mm -hmm. can you see your left hand? No. No. So where we put our focus makes a big difference in uh, what we are going to experience. Because if we're focusing on love and deserve and want and abundance and all those other things that are over there, it gives us an opportunity to to start to create the vision of what that looks like. And those are the kinds of things that can help us release those stories. Like I will never have enough. I've got bills to worry about. Look, the bills will always be there. Mm -hmm. The question is, is whether you will have the abundance to manage the bills or whether you're going to spend all your day struggling over them. So I, I like the, uh, and this is just a visual of how to make sure that we put our focus on the right things. And so <clears throat> that's why I say release the stories and stories are traumas. We have the, the, if we're afraid of something or if we've been injured by something and that creates a phobia or a fear that's behind it, or we suddenly have beliefs that aren't getting us where we want to be, like that idea of the love of money or love money is the root of all evil. That's not really the issue. Mm. It's that we have a lopsided relationship with everything. And so money becomes what we measure things by when in fact measure money should be the byproduct. Mm. So if we're living a quality life, you will have a quality relationship with money. I'm, I'm certain of that. <clears throat> All of my clients are certain of that when they go through that experience. So, <clears throat> so what we really want to do is give people an, uh, the opportunity to release those stories that, that, that are holding them accountable to their right-hand lack experience mm -hmm. and letting them start to be understanding that the true version of who they are is this left-hand love and abundance and quality and deserving and fulfillment um, type of experience. I, just, I wonder if that's a, clear enough explanation or not so i think it is i love what you you had me do it and so what you focus on expands, expands and right. and 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 when you're coming from a place of fear or lack you just can't see the forest for the trees so do you it's a special wanna... kind of stuck right mm -hmm. when you're mm -hmm. in that fear state it's a special kind of stuck and so you really need that's where coaches come in i want to give a quick shout out to a couple of our guests that joined us since we started tony from the UK slash Ireland. I wish you could hear his accent right now. Um, I love the Irish accent. Just spoke with him yesterday. Thanks, Tony, for showing up. And then Sherry Hughes-Smith from 
Northern California. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And, and this is your time, guys. We're heading into the second half of the show. Please comment below with questions. Um, take this opportunity to essentially get some, some free insights, some free coaching from our guest. Um, do you have any other stories or mechanisms that you would like to share? Because it's a great follow-up to our guest from last week. Last week, we talked about manifestation and spirituality. Mm -hmm. And it always seems like, you know, money is the, the first thing that people struggle with, probably because of that. I'm just going to say it. You and I have talked about this openly. Some of those mm -hmm. really bad stories that we were taught as kids, whether it was through religion or the, the ancestral DNA traumas, um, scarcity. Scarcity is like, there's time scarcity. I hear this a lot. People say, not even, I don't have enough money. I don't have enough time. Time. Mm -hmm. So that is also a part of lack. What are your thoughts around that? Oh, no, I think you hit it right on the head. There's, you know, the, the, you know, we have the, I don't have enough time. I don't have enough money. I don't know how to do this. I, I'll never be able to do this, whatever this is, you know, whether they're developing something which is going to give them a pathway to finding more about themselves. You know, sometimes starting a business, even when you don't know what you're doing, when you have the right coaching, you learn so much just growing into the business that you actually do the kind of work that frees you up from those stories that don't, that shouldn't be in your life at all. Good coaching like yours will take care of that. <clears throat> so, um, so the, um, the idea here is, uh, the idea here is, is finding those people who are just in a, enough state of awareness where they can go like, I'm willing to learn from what others have done before mm. because I do, I'm confident based on my own journey that you can learn a lot without a coach mm -hmm. because for, for decades, I didn't trust anybody enough to let them be my mentor. Mm. <clears throat> so, but I, a few years ago, well, maybe more than a few at this point, but somebody had said this phrase and it's a phrase I'd heard many times, but it finally sunk in is that a smart person learns from their mistakes. A wise person learns from the mistakes of others. <laughs> I think you have to say that again. Can you say that one more time? Slower. Sure. Write this down, guys. This is a golden nugget. So first of all, be, learn from my mistake, which is <laughs> I did not have a coach or a mentor for decades in my life. And, uh, and I could have learned so much more earlier. And the phrase that really lit me up and allowed me to do very rapid, accelerated transformation at a time when I needed it, by the way. <clears throat> and I was, you know, in the conventional sense, I was always very successful. Plenty of money, plenty of, you know, cars, house, whatever. Never happy. <clears throat> so money does not get you happiness. Money is a side effect of happiness. So our goal here is to get mm -hmm. you to be wise about how you learn things by not going, spending decades learning something. So here's the phrase. Learn from learning, um, wait a second. Smart people learn from their mistakes. Wise people learn from the mistakes of others. That's why people need coaches. Coaches need coaches. Mm -hmm. Everybody needs a coach. In my experience, my estimation, my opinion, everybody needs a coach. Well, and the cool thing is, is they become our mirrors. I can relate to you so much, Brian, and I think I shared this with you before. Mm -hmm. I went probably about 13 years without spending money for a coach. I had a therapist um, mm -hmm. for a while, but then I just kind of went off <laughs> wandering in the desert, if you will. And I had mentors, 
Um, but what I happened, and I'd love your thoughts on this, is I attracted mentors, not bad people. Okay. I just want to clarify that weren't in alignment with my core values. Cause I think I was coming from a place of fear, trauma at the time. And so mm-hmm. you want to also not only find a coach and a mentor, but you want to find the right one. And it's kind of like you attract these people. You know, I've heard people who said they got married and divorced four times and they married the same person every time. Right. Yep. Patterns so you are, all, Patterns of those stories. So. Yeah. So at that time I had a very, intense story apparently. And that's when I really got into workaholicism and all of the things that were not congruent with my true highest and best self. So how does one find um, the right coach as well? And and I just want to give a shout out to, to Sean. He made a good point. Not only you got to be coachable, committed, but willing to change um, when you work with a coach. Let me add something to what Sean just said. You also need to be aware. So many of us are in that reactive stuck state that Mm -hmm. we just know nothing. We can't see the forest from the trees. Mm -hmm. So it's usually at some place along the way, we get a little, we hit a speed bump or a brick wall and we go like, I can't keep doing this. What, what I need to change this. I need to do something different. And in that moment, you have a say, you have an opportunity to be aware. There's something beyond your current circumstances. And there always will be something beyond your current setting. You know, there's always room for us to mature and grow and transform into something. <clears throat> so it's essentially the way I look at it is it's just this further revelation of our authentic story. We're always, there's always a little bit of a cloud on that. And probably till the day we leave our human form, we're always going to be learning. Uh, I don't see why we wouldn't be uh, in that, in the, in that process though, is, is that awareness is the first mechanism, the, the door opening to all those mm-hmm. things that, that, uh, uh, was just mentioned. I was going to say, I'm going to, because I love acronyms. So Sean gave us three C's coachable, committed, and I guess willing to change, but yeah. conscious, aware. Conscious, yeah. Also, so that's not a fourth one. Coachable, yeah. committed, um, changeable, since we can keep it shorter, and, <laughs> and conscientious or conscious. Conscious, yeah. Yeah. Because that's what I didn't realize too, is when I had mentors and I was going through the motions, I wasn't really conscious and asking myself reflection. Mm-hmm. Right. I think um, that I'd love for you to talk about that because that's something that I did a lot more in 2020 because I had the time. Right. I stopped working nights and weekends. I, I got rid of that story, you know, that I had to work, 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 be busy, mm-hmm. busy, 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 busy. Right. And it gave me time to reflect on my daily production and my ideal customer and the pricing of my programs was really low. And I just had the time to just pivot and go, wait a minute, I do need a coach. Let me go find the best coach that has had the results that I want. And so I had to be willing to, to, to do that. And I couldn't have done that had I not slowed down enough to become conscious and aware of what it is that I even really truly needed. Right. So I don't, I don't know if there's anything else you can add. Well, to I that. would like to add some perspective on this idea if we're talking about searching for a coach to serve your needs. Uh, um, we have, I don't want to mention any names per se, but there are some very notable big names in the space of being coaches. And they, they have built what I often call the money machine. So the, uh, 
to have right now the name of one of one of these leaders, if you want one on one to one time with that particular coach, you make $250,000 investment. And then you have people you've trained that whoever you're aware is that those, those coaches have trained and you get $50,000 audiences with them and 25,000 with the one underneath them and so on and so on. And you just kind of, and they have become these machines uh, and it has become so much about the money. And I find it so disappointing, even though deep down inside, they all came from those humbler roots that we're talking about right here. So I have this, um, uh, I'm going to make this as a declaration as is that, <clears throat> look, you can go for that, go through that pipeline and make it all about the money and some of the, some of the development you will do along the way. But I would find somebody who is more in the middle of the road where their focus is more on your results than on how much money you're putting in their pocket. Mm -hmm. So I'm not saying coaches don't deserve to get paid. That's not what I'm saying at all. In fact, I believe when we talked about the, the energy of money, when we as coaches are offering really su strong support for our clients, money is the, the energy exchange that's there at the time because Although there are mirror type things we all learn from our clients along the way. I, there's no argument that I guess sometimes I go, oh, crap, what did I just say? Let me write that down. Because it was, you know, it was downloaded through me and it was brilliant. Uh, um, and I learned something in that moment by working with the client. But the, the most important thing here is, is that <clears throat> money is what allows us to sustain our practice and supporting our mm. clients and things like that. And so there is an energy exchange here where the energy of our love and our support for our clients and and the payment that comes back for the time being is the mechanism for um, uh, for that transference of energy in the other direction. So, <coughs> excuse me. So with all of that being said, to find a coach, I would say look for somebody who is not, there are a million coaches out there. Oh, my gosh. Many of them Millions. can't get out of their own way. They're, they're, their whole lives are, you know, and they're smart. Don't get me wrong. The, Find somebody who's a little bit further along the way, but don't go all the way to the top of the stack. Don't look for mm. those big names, in my opinion. The big names have made it too much about money, and your life should be about abundance of love and quality relationships and kindness and money mm -hmm. as, as something that follows suit, not as the reason. Yeah, I love that. I love that. I know for me, I even changed. I slowed down and even allowed my income to go down because mm -hmm. I wanted to reflect on my clients' results and it allowed me to change my program. And I launched a new program this month that's even you know, so much better and allowing even those clients who wanted to, to say, grandfather, come on in and you don't have to pay what everybody else has to pay, you know, because I recognize it's more about their results and their transformation than it is about the money. So I, mm -hmm. I am so, so with you on that and the, what do they say? The when the student is ready, the teacher appears. And right. I think if you're consciously ready and looking for what you want and asking it out of the universe, it'll it'll show up. Yeah, and uh, so many people, maybe even people who are able to hear this conversation, uh, I would recommend that you, when you're asking for that coach, that you ask for money to be the, the byproduct of your effort not the first reason. I know that we all have concerns at times in our lives about bills or or whatever else. Um, it's just that if you're only thinking about money, you're going to get money only coaches. Mm -hmm. 
and then yeah. suddenly you're back to where you started and you probably will have spent money on no results. hundred percent. I mean, I've evolved in the last year. I mean, that's why my new coaching program is called healthy and wealthy and wise. Right. Right. I don't want you to just come in and build an email list and, and make all this money. It's, it's also, how can we do this in a balanced, transformative, healthy way? Right. Yeah, technically what we need to do is drip love in all directions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think that's the title of our podcast. I might just have to put that on that. Okay, the go drip for it. Love, drip love in all, all directions love. because we need to take care of ourselves, but we can't do that at the expense of being involved with others. We can't be it. solely supporting others without having a good relationship with ourselves. 100%. And so the whole uh, the whole idea behind the work that we do as coaches, right, is to to embrace the whole the entire being and their entire relationship structure uh, is dependent on their ability to look not just at themselves or not just at others, but to be kind of an all direction thing. So. I love it. Well, before um, I go through some quick announcements and get to our final question, where can people find you, Brian? How can people connect if they, they want to reach out to you? I ask you to remember three things, million dollar, feeling and emphasis on feeling uh, the uh, million dollar feeling.com is how people can reach out to me they can find out they can listen to i uh, just last saturday finished my last of two and a half years of radio show broadcasts which you were on you were yeah. on one of those shows and uh and i'll be switching over to vodcast or video log or vlog or whatever you want to call it uh, over the next few weeks, but milliondollarfeeling.com has all my contact information. It's talking about my upcoming book. It's uh, it's uh, got the radio shows on there and a host of other things that you know. So come on in, say hi, uh, just be part of the community. Uh, people don't have to write a check to be part of Million Dollar Feeling. Just come on in, tell us who you are. We'll get you going and find get you finding out more. So awesome 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 well, i have one more hold hold tight i got one more question um but i, I want to uh, invite you guys um you guys have heard me talk about this new healthy and wealthy and wise coaching program with my new business partner who was our last podcast it actually just released today in um, itunes and youtube um, talking about the mindset of pricing your offer right and charging what you are worth and believing that you are worthy of that Kind of goes along great with what we talked about today as well. And we're doing a two half day event for big, big reasons. The first day we're going to be breaking down your offer, your pricing, your mindset. Um, we're going to start talking about your sales and marketing plan and your first quarter of, of 2022. Then we're going to give you the rest of the day, just kind of process, reflect, dive in, do some homework, come back the next day. Um, for another three hours. So it's 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Wednesday and Thursday, November 17th and 18th. So just under two weeks away. We already have 100 people signed up because everyone wants to get 2022 in the books before you start the new year, right? If you if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. So please sign up. I'll put the link in the comments and the show notes. Um, we want to help you soar into 2022 and soar is an acronym you'll have to go to the landing page to find out what the heck that means so well what i love about your program by the way is is that instead of waiting until 2022 to get your button gear get started now so that you're actually moving into 2022 already in momentum yeah yeah what gets written down gets done and and focus is, is so key so thank you brian and, and thank you again for being on our show today again if you guys saw value 
please hit the share button um, into your community. Send it to a friend that you know may be struggling with money, may be struggling with the concepts of how to grow themselves and know themselves so they can have that byproduct. Um, but when you hear the phrase, Brian, uh, healthy and wealthy and wise, what does it mean to you? Well, it means low as Kofi. <laughs> well, selfishly, because I'm so I used like to seeing that, that from you. What else? Could, what else could be the answer? I've seen. I've been seeing it for 18 months. So, so I, I don't it. know how long it's been around, but that's how long I've known about it. So, I guess I have to change my name. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, Lois, healthy, wealthy, and wise. <laughs> Well, thank you so much, especially uh, we've been friends I met because of BNI and the pandemic mm -hmm. and just stayed in touch. And I so value you and um, I know you're up to big things. So guys, please reach out to Brian and comment below again. If you learned something today, uh, what did you learn? Uh, what are you going to take into action? This isn't just another warm and fuzzy podcast episode. I always like to hear what is this content inspiring you to change or to take action upon. So um, we have a doubleheader next week. Again, like we did this week, I have got Ursula Menchez, who's an amazing, amazing quantum leap coach. Um, she's going to be on Wednesday. That's a special episode. And the next Friday, I have my black belt leadership guru, John Terry, next Friday. So if you want to be inspired and make quantum leaps in your business and be a black belt in your business <laughs> next week, we got that double header for you. So thanks again, Brian. And until next time, everyone, here's your best health, your best wealth, and your best wisdom. Bye-bye for now. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed this, please subscribe, refer a friend, and please drop me a rating or a review. If you do that, I'll reward you with a free 20-minute free coaching session on crafting your journey to your best self. Reach out to me at Lois at Lois Kofi com to claim your 20-minute slot. Until next time, be healthy, wealthy, and wise. <laughs>